Hi, everyone. This is Friends of Mothman. Yes. Mothman is our friend. <laughs> so close. Um, <laughs> I get it right 50% of the time, but I'm Nicole. <laughs> I'm Megan. Um, and today I'm going to be discussing doppelgangers, uh, which is one of my oh, favorite yeah. uh, paranormal phenomenons. Um, so one of the reasons I really like them is because I'm convinced that I have a doppelganger and so does my aunt. Um, so oh. yeah. <laughs> so my story is that in the second grade, I visited my cousin who lived about three months away, um, his school for his open house. So I like want to preface by, preface this by saying I was like a very specific looking seven year old. It's like really tall for my age. I was pretty chunky, and I would wear my hair slicked back with gel and like a really tight ponytail. Oh. And I had thick blue tinted glasses. I mean, my eyes look really thick. No one had those glasses, and I'm also pretty <laughs> sure that I had um, a cast because my arm was always broken. But I'm pre- fairly certain I had a cast at the time. Um, but anyway, so I was at the open house and then three girls came up to me and one of them said, oh my gosh, hi, Rachel. You said you weren't coming tonight. And one of them gave me a hug oh and then they said they would see me later. And then I asked my cousins who they were and he said they were fourth graders. Um, so if your name is Rachel and you live in Glendora, California, and you were in the fourth grade <laughs> in the year 2001, please. <laughs> we need to compare immediately. Because that was so weird. I, like, I was talking to my mom about it and she's like, you were a very specific looking second grader. I don't like, <laughs> um, But my aunt's story, which I asked my mom about today because I'm, I'm with them right now, but um, my aunt's story took place in 1985. She was with my mom at the Waikiki Beach in Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, my mom looked over and there was a young woman that looked exactly like my aunt. She had the same face, same build, same haircut, and was even rubbing her suntan lotion in a very specific manner that my aunt does. My aunt is very thorough and focused and making sure that every inch is kind of, kind of angry about it too. <laughs> so, and my mom uh, <laughs> said that the only difference is that my aunt was wearing a bikini and the lady, um, in quotes, had a weird ass bikini suit on. But, um, <laughs> good. <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, and then my mom pointed the person out to my mom and my aunt was also weirded out um, because she said that a lot of people say that like, oh, she looks like someone. And she's like, no, I don't. But this person, she was like, oh, my God, that person looks exactly like me. So they sneakily took a picture of the person, which you shouldn't do. But sometimes you have to if it's your doppelganger. Um, yeah. And then she put the picture in a photo album um, when they returned <laughs> home. <laughs> my aunt was showing the albums, their whole trip of Hawaii to her friend. And her friend said, oh, my God, Barbara, what's up with that swimsuit? And it's like, it's just really ugly. <laughs> like, really weird. <laughs> my mom said it was, like, red, white, and blue with a belt and, like, sleeves or something. I don't know. Um, but um, And my aunt was like, oh, my gosh, that's not me. And so everyone just thought it was really weird. And I guess my mom still has the photo. I don't know. Um, but so that's my personal history with doppelgangers. Um, but the information I'm about to from is from Ultus Obscurus, um, Ancient Origins, Bustle, Vice, Medium, Global News, the Martin Herald, and Good Old Wikipedia. Um, So what are doppelgangers? Well, the term comes from a book called Sieben 
Kaz, I think it's a German word. I'm awful at pronounce, but it, uh, by Jean Paul, <laughs> written in the 18th century that uh, translate in German to double goer. Um, however, the, the notion of having a spooky double has been seen in folklore and myths for centuries throughout various cultures. Uh, doppelgangers are said to be figures, typically specters that look exactly like you. Um, they are said not to cast a shadow, cannot be seen in reflections, and are just overall bad luck. Um, in English and German folklore, if you see your doppelganger three times, you're going to die, so watch out. Um, right. they, yeah. um, they are also the originators of the evil twin trope, which is fun. Um, so there are a ton of stories of doppelgangers floating around. Um, so I'm just going to share my two favorite ones. Um, so the first one takes place in 1845. Um, an attractive, oh yeah, <laughs> both of these stories take place in the 1800s, which is um, Man, interesting vintage. to me. Uh, yeah, vintage. <laughs> um, an attractive, intelligent 32-year-old named uh, uh, Emily uh, Shaza, I think is her name. Shaze, Shaze. Um, was working as a French language teacher at a girls' school. I'm going to try this again. Uh, Pensionnette von Nulac, which is like a fancy private school in Lat Latvia. Um, before working there, though, she was a she had been a teacher at 18 different schools within 16 years, and was let go for each from each school for mysterious reasons. Um, it must have been really easy to get a job back then, because I don't think you'd be hired in the current day if you feel like you lost. <laughs> Nearly twenty jobs for unspecified reasons. <laughs> and you said she worked in schools. Yeah, there are eighteen different what, schools. Sixteen. What years. grades? I I don't know. It was. I think they're a little old because it's a it's like a kind okay. of fancy boarding school. So I think they're all teenagers ish. Okay, I was gonna say especially like a children's school. I can't imagine would be like sure, come on in. <laughs> Sounds also, good. also if, if that math is correct, she started her career as a teacher at the age of 16, which, you know, checks out. Oh, 1800. Like, yeah, 1800. Um, Man. Uh, so at this new school, she was beloved by students and liked by staff um, until her double kept appearing. So the first time that happened, <laughs> <laughs> this is such a weird story. Uh, so the first time that it happened was when she was writing on a chalkboard um, in front of the class. Um, when her doppelganger uh, appeared out of nowhere, um, <laughs> and just came up. Yeah, I know. I was like, did it walk through? No, I guess it just yeah. uh, appeared. Um, and it stood beside her, mimicking her motions. Uh, while all her students could see the specter, she couldn't. So she was like, oh my God, I was really freaking out. I'm just writing on the chalkboard. But um, so this just kept <laughs> continuing to happen. Um, one time she was in the dining hall eating, and her double again peered right next to her and was pretending to eat, which was unnerving. Uh, another time it appeared when she was fixing a student's dress for an event, causing the student to faint. Oh, God. <laughs> and the final straw uh, for the school was when her double showed up to a sewing class while Amelie, uh, Emily was outside gardening. The go doppelganger just stood, uh, stood in front of the class, just staring at all the students. Um, <laughs> and it was a class of 42, apparently all witness this um one brave soul stood up and decided to touch the doppelganger i'm not sure why um but when she did her hand went right through it and she said it felt like a bunch of cobwebs Interesting. Um, so when all, em emily was finally uh confronted about her evil twin by the school's principal she was like yeah it follows me <laughs> everywhere and it's been ruining my life <laughs> i oh my i have never seen it but it freaks literally everyone out 
And the principal was like, I'm sorry, that sucks. You've been a great teacher, but you got to go. We can't deal with this. So she was fired. Um, it is unknown what happened to her after this. Uh, I hope she got another job and the cycle repeated. Yeah. Um, I mean, the story <laughs> another is probably- 16 jobs. <laughs> <laughs> I think the story is probably fake, but it's very fun. It was written about in um, the 1860 book Footfalls on the Boundary of Another World by Robert Dale Owen. He was apparently told the story by Julie Vaughn Goldenstubb, who attended the boarding school and apparently was an eyewitness to the events. Mm-hmm. So it's fun, I guess. Um, so this well, brings us yeah, to... At least there's an eyewitness. Yeah, at least there's one eyewitness. <laughs> But um, so this brings us to the tale of Percy Shelley. Um, I will preface this by saying I resent Percy Shelley because I was an English major and you were forced to read all of his work. And it's not very good. But and, um, anyway, um, I'm just going to give historical context. I need to utilize the information that was forced upon me for four years. Um, <laughs> Uh, so he was born in 1792 to a pretty wealthy family. He was one of the most uh, regarded English romantic poets and is also uh, being is known for being a radical thinker who focused on nonviolent resistance, which is great. But he uh, ran in a circle of other famous writers, specifically Lord Byron, John Keats, and of course, his wife, Mary Shelley, who penned Frankenstein. Um, so a brief rundown of his personal life. He was married to a lady named Harriet West, uh, Westbrook at the age of 19, following a failed romance with his cousin, which I guess happens. Um, but, <laughs> yeah. um, but him and Harriet had a few kids, um, but he was done with her pretty quickly um, because he didn't like her sister and he thought that she had married him for his money. Um, but he, you can't really divorce back then. So he was still married to her when he met um, Mary Wollstonecroft uh, Goodwin. He was just 16. He was 21. And they fell madly in love um, because she was a total catch and like pretty weird. Um, and he, she's <laughs> like, she's known just like fun facts about Mary's. She lost her virginity on her mother's grave. Um, and <laughs> and then after, um, spoiler, spoiler alert, um, Percy dies. But um, after he died, she <laughs> It's a lot. He was still alive. <laughs> He's still alive after all these years. Um, after he, he lived died, with injured coal. she kept his heart. This is alleged. She kept his heart in a silk pouch in her desk. Um, I think they, after her death, they found something in there. They're pretty sure, but then people think might have been like a liver or two. So she kept some body part of his in her desk drawer after he died. Either way, pretty yeah. weird. So it's not, it, it's alleged that it's his heart, but it's, it is a fact that there is some body part. I think so, because he was, oh, they think God. it was a heart because he was cremated after he died, uh, but they gave his heart to his friend and they don't, people don't really know where it went, but they're pretty sure that Wait. he gave it to Mary. I don't know. They Wait. were a really weird group. These were all <laughs> Lord Byron, their friend, was like with his, like dated his half, like half sister. I don't know. It was a really weird group. I don't like them personally. Um, I wouldn't hang out with them if they were alive today. Um, but anyway, oh my God. <laughs> so wow, yeah. <laughs> um, so what you learn at uh, state school? I missed out. My my undergrad was not this exciting. <laughs> I never learned anything this fun. Yeah. Um, but so, oh yeah. So he, so he was really into Mary. Um, but then he threatened to kill himself if she didn't love him back, so she, which is like red flag, man. Like, don't. What's wrong yeah. with you? But that worked, and she was like, "Fine, I'll be with you." But she liked him too, mm-hmm. I guess. 
Um, so in, they're like the original goth couple, I suppose. But um, in 1814, he abandoned his family to run off with Mary in Sweden. And then two years later, they returned. I, guess, I think they returned. Um, but he found out that Harriet, his person he's still married to, died drowning while she was pregnant with another man's kid. I don't, I, the info, like, it's really weird. I'm not really sure what happened. Um, Drama City back then. I know. But Percy, there's this one scandal going on, but dang. But Percy was like, nice, she's dead, and then married Mary three years later. So the couple and all his kids moved to Italy following his marriage, but then three of his kids died within two years in Italy. So they and, took the kids. Yeah, and he had That's he had eight wild. kids in total. So um, I'd be like, I'm not going with dad. <laughs> he's <left laughs> he weird. Years. Yeah, he's he a weird lady. <laughs> yeah, my um, mom just drowned. Uh, I'm another, not going with dad. Another fact about Mary Shelley is that her mom was uh, Mary Wollstonecroft. She was very. She was like the originator of feminism in like England. Oh, and uh, for Hamilton fans. I'm not really a Hamilton fan, but John Adams loved her and had a giant portrait of her in his, um, like, office. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a fun fact about Mary Shelley's uh, mother. But, um, oh, yeah. And then one of the kids that died were neither Mary's or Harriet's kid. No one knows the identity of the kid's mom, but he was married at, to Mary at the time the kid was born. So there's just a random other, but that. So following the that could just slip in there in the move. <laughs> yeah, it's like a trail of children are following this man to a new house. I gotta get in here. Um, so following the death of his children, he saw his doppelganger for the first time on his terrace. Uh, the doppelganger walked towards him, while, and then he walked towards it. And then the doppelganger said, "How long do you mean to be content?" Which I don't understand what that really means, but I guess it was ominous. Um, Mary Shelley recounted the incident, stating that their um, after Percy's death, stating that their the couple's friend Jane Williams, who had been staying with them, also saw his doppelganger. Mary wrote, "Now Jane, though a woman of sensibility, has not imagination and is not in the slightest degree nervous, neither in dreams or otherwise. She was standing one day, uh, the day before I'd taken ill, at the window that looked on the terrace with Edward Trelawney, who was a novelist at the time. It was day." Uh, she saw, uh, she saw as she thought Shelley passed the window as he often was there without a coat or jacket. He passed again. Now as he passed both times the same way, and as from the side towards which he went each time, there was no way to get back except past the window again, except a wall 20 feet from the ground. She was struck seeing him pass twice thus and looked out and seeing him no more. She cried, good God, can Shelley have leapt from the wall? Where have he gone? Said uh, Trelawney, no, Shelley has passed. What do you do? What do you mean? Trolley says uh, that she trembled exceedingly when she heard this. And it proved indeed that Shelley had never been on the terrace and was far off at the time when she saw him. So just spooky doppelganger hanging out. Um, okay. Shelley apparently saw his doppelganger one more time while on the beach. It was just standing there and pointing at the sea. Uh, soon after he drowned while on his sailing boat at the age of 29. So he had a lot of drama oh, from 20, oh. uh, 29 years old. Yeah. <laughs> Eight Dang. kids, two wives. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and now there's now another another parent of those kids is drowned. I'd be like never getting in the water if I were those kids. I'd be like, I'm never going to swim. Um, 
So either there had been a storm that killed him or he had killed himself due to the recent death of his children and his good friend, John Keats. Um, so that's that's the tale of uh, Percy Shelley. Um, so what are doppelgangers? Well, some people think that they're spirits or demons. Other people think they're evidence of parallel universes or alternative realities. Um, but there is like a rational explanation that's not that fun. But uh, just humans sometimes <laughs> look alike. Um, you'll often see BuzzFeed lists that are like, normal people who look exactly like celebrities um, yeah. and according to assistant professor at cornell university um there's only so much genetic diversity to go around and strong resemblances are bound to show up eventually interesting uh, so that is that is a brief synopsis of doppelgangers <laughs> so did did shelly see his three times is that what no, happened just twice so i don't know <laughs> yeah mm. <laughs> something up something out there i don't know i've never found any kind of doppelganger like not even like spooky wise just Mm -hmm. like normal Uh i've never like seen anyone who i've known people who have said i look like people but then when i look at them i'm like that ain't right yeah (laughs) that does not look like me there was a yeah it's uh, there was a per- I told you this story because there was someone who thought you looked like someone and did not look like oh yeah me, but we were together yeah. and then well, yeah but yeah. I have a distinct <laughs> nose I think my nose is probably one of my distinct features. Uh-huh. so I think that that's what it was is that me and that that person shared like a similar nose okay. and so I was like I know that that's what's gonna <laughs> like they're like you look like someone I'm like their nose is gonna be like mine and then it usually is so I was <laughs> like yeah, thank you for that <laughs> there was a person I, I told you the story where in high school there was a person who I was friends with this guy and he turned to him we were like math partners or whatever and he turned to him and said wow you know you look exactly like and he was like who and he's like Ashton Kutcher and he was like oh cool man and then he turns to me and says you know who you look like and i was like oh a lot of people said i look like demi lovato so i was like oh it's gonna be like demi lovato or something and he said my cousin george and i was like what (laughs) 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 thank you his friend was like you can't tell her that he's like she does though she does i was like oh my god I was like 15 at the time. It like crushed me. <laughs> oh god. Oh my god. So, I yeah. cannot. I would not be able to do that. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, so I have so two doppelgangers, George and Rachel. They're they're out there. <laughs> they're out there. <laughs> Hit yeah. me up. We'll all get lunch. After after yeah. coronavirus, of course. Um Yeah. <laughs> um, but we I hope you enjoyed the tale uh all all my information about Percy Shelley. God rest his soul. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Especially that. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I yeah. need to go back again. So she had his body part, but he died from drowning? I'm so confused by that. They must have found okay. his body because I was also trying to figure that out. Um, Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I And I don't know why his heart was given to a friend if that was. Yeah. They did weird they all like really liked um, opiates too. Uh, so like she came up with the idea of Frankenstein doing like, I don't know. Yeah. They were all well, very they... metaphysical kind of annoying types to me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they, they did some, I, at first when you said gave him his heart, I thought you meant a transplant. I was like, oh, that's no. too early. And then <laughs> I like, but they also like, like it's not it wasn't weird then but it's weird now like the hair you know right 
that's, like they, that's they would more cut normal. hair. They had to go a little. I mean, it's all. I think it's all alleged. I'm not sure if it's ever been a hundred percent confirmed. But her son said, looking through her drawer, there was a body part that's presumed to be, but there's no proof. So I guess I, I can't a hundred percent say that it was gotcha. a body part in her desk because only her son well, saw it. But I don't know what her son did with it. But everyone really though, yeah. <laughs> What are people doing? <laughs> I think everyone who knew Mary was like, yeah, that checks out. Like she would keep her. Yeah. Yeah. I this is kind of going off topic a yeah. little bit. But my mom the other day was talking about how like she saw this thing where if you if you die, you can get your ashes turned into like a, a paperweight oh, or like yeah, yeah. or well, it's like glass, like uh, some kind of glass thing and they put color in it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who would do that? Because like say my mom gives me her or she dies yeah. and I get her glassified. Yeah. I have a paperweight or whatever. But then my kid is gonna be like, I don't want like either they're gonna take grandma but then their kid is gonna be like who what is this i don't want this throw it away i was like you're gonna end up in a goodwill or the garbage at some point like who's doing that it is absolutely wild this is going off but whatever there was an ask but it was like a our relationship thing and on reddit and it was the question was like my husband he's terminally ill He's going to die within a year. And I asked him what he wants me to do with his remains. And he said that he wanted me to dip his skull in gold and then use the rest of his cremations and press them into diamonds to put in the eyes. And he was being really insistent about it. She's like, I don't know what to do. I don't feel comfortable. I don't want it in my house. And then they were like, well, tell him that, like, realistically, he could only have enough uh, cremations to make one diamond so if he's okay with that like it could be a one eye still like it wasn't <laughs> I feel like I don't I'm not okay with it still uh, but yeah God. it's uh, it why uh, yeah that's wild Josh always um, says that when he dies he wants you to leave his body where it may so just <laughs> I don't know it's dark just let it go but anyway, I, yeah. yeah I don't know it's I don't know what I want to do when I go, <laughs> but I, yeah. I just say, just cremate me and let it, let it be. I think just so. Put me in a well. jar. <laughs> <laughs> Keep me in the beer desk drawer. That's. <laughs> That's what I want to be. Please. I need in your will, Nicole, to give me your heart. <laughs> so then I can give it to Josh to put in his desk drawer. <laughs> That's what she wanted. <laughs> There's some extra steps here, but. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah, that's um, what I'm. Yep. Think, yep. Anyway. <laughs> I hope uh, we'll see you next time. Um, and yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs>